welcome to the first episode of the True Sports Podcast. I am Amari Sewer, your host, and I will be talking about I like to talk about sports news from football to basketball, even baseball and college sports. Just whatever piques my interest, I will be here to talk about it. So today I want to talk about the NBA since the season the first half of the NBA season is coming to a close as the All-Star break approaches this weekend. So I just want to talk about how teams are doing right now and where they stand in the rankings for the playoffs. And the first team I'd like to talk about are the Utah Jazz, who are currently the best team in the league. They are led by Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, who have been very, very great for that team this year. Uh, As Rudy Gobert leads leads around the defensive side of the ball, averaging averaging over two blocks a game, grabbing 10-plus rebounds. While being a defensive force, you have Donovan Mitchell on the offensive side leading the way. It's scoring as they as they lead the league and they not lead the league, but as they continue to become successful this year. Um, but outside of those two, you still have guys like Jordan Clarkson, who looks to be the sixth man of the year with no competition in the way, as they just have him go out on the court and just score, get buckets. If so when Mitchell is not in the game, even if Conley's not in the game, he'll come in. He can give you a good 15 to 20 and occasionally 30. And then you got three-point shooters like Bohan Bogdanovich, Joe Ingles, just catch-and-shoot guys. And then Mike Conley leads the way to the point guard who run th- runs the floor well for that team. And this could be the year that they break through and make it to the Western Conference Finals. In the past couple years, they have had issues running into teams like the the Rockets, the Warriors, even the Nuggets last year. So this will be the year that they that they truly make a name for themselves in the playoffs if they can make it that far. But I am excited to see how this team does um, defeating teams with both the three-point shot and the, their defense. So the next team I want to talk about are the LA Lakers. The, the reigning NBA champions are looking to repeat as they have most of the team back. You still have LeBron, Davis, Kuzma, Caruso, um, Codwell Pope. But they added new guys such as Dennis Schroeder, Wesley Matthews, Mark Gasol, and Montrezl Harrell. And currently they're still a top three team in the West, but they have been struggling as of recent since... Anthony Davis had been out for most of the for the last couple games due to Achilles injury, and then Dennis Schroeder is just now returning back to the court after dealing with health protocols. So, and as a result, the Lakers have, have went on a losing a slump, losing a lot of games recently. But I'm not worried because when they get back healthy, they'll they'll be back to their winning ways for sure. And then the playoff comes, and there'll be a threat to come out of the West again. Um, the next team I would like to talk about are the the other the other LA team, the Los Angeles Clippers. So going into this season, the question was: Is this their last year to 
to compete for the title because they extended Paul George for five years, two hundred and twenty million, and so that means Kawhi might be gone next year. Um, there are questions on what's going to happen with that team, but they've still played really well as expected. I mean, you have two of the best wing players in the league, in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. They're both all stars. You still have Patrick Beverly, who's a great defender, especially for the point guard position. Uh, Serge Ibaka to replace what you lost in Montrezl Harrell to the Lakers. Uh, Luke Kennard has, has plays with him on the off the bench. Good shooting. You still have Lou Williams, who's not as good as he has been recently, but it's still Lou Williams, so you know what you're going to get with him. Him come off the bench, give score some points. And yeah, so Ty, Tyron Lou is doing a good job. I expect that he's, he's a proven coach, as we saw in Cleveland after they fired David Blatt. But this this could be the year that they make it past the second round for the first time in franchise history. But they might they'll have some trouble they'll have some trouble getting past they'll have to beat teams like the Lakers and the Jazz and possibly. And even this next team I want to talk about, the Phoenix Suns. They they were a team I expected good things from this year after they traded for Chris Paul. Um he in the trade that sent Ubre and some draft picks to OKC. Yeah, I expected a lot of good things from the Suns, and they have delivered, and and much more actually as of recent, as they stand as the number two seed in the West. Um, Chris Paul leads the way with 16 points, eight assists, just doing what he does best, make making his teammates better, playing the point guard role. And you have Devin Booker doing his normal, averaging 24 points, one of the best scores in the league. He can give you 30 any day, any night. And you still have DeAndre Ayton, who offensively has been a little inconsistent, but you know you you can still expect around at least 10 points, 10 rebounds, maybe one block. He's he's versatile for the center position, so. But, and then he can still give you 20, 10 every, any night. And then off into some other role players. Macau Bridges out of Villanova is coming to his own this year. Um, Scoring-wise and defensively. You have guys like Cam Johnson. They're just... They're a good, they're a good team. And since they're young, I don't know how far... They can make it into the second round. But I think they might be too young to make it to the third round. And considering that Chris Paul's only made it once too, I wouldn't be shocked if they get stopped in the second round. But it's still there's still a lot of basketball left to play. So we'll see how they do this off this season or the second half of the season. Um, and then I think the next team in the West I want to bring up the Portland Trailblazers. So they've been, Trailblazers have been hit with some injury. Well, specifically CJ McCollum, he's been out for a while due to injury. But despite that, Damian Lillard has helped bring the team to a top five seat, top five team in the West, which is pretty impressive. Um, he, with him, we put up all star numbers again. Robert Covington, 
Yusuf Nurkic, Ennis Cantor. They have a lot. Of, they still have a lot of offense to definitely beat teams with. So they'll, so they'll give a team trouble when playoff time comes. But the only issue is defensively. They're yeah, they're not good. So that that could come back to haunt them once. Once um, May and June comes around for the playoffs, and then so some other teams in the mix of things, uh, the San Antonio Spurs—they've been a quiet team that, honestly, not many people have talked about, which makes sense. I mean, it's the Spurs. It's usually the Spurs. They're especially since they don't have any superstars like they did in the past twenty years. They haven't been getting much attention, but they should. Um, DeMar DeRozan is helping lead that team back to the playoffs after missing it last year. DeRozan averages 19 points a game. It was a possible, on it was in a conversation of a possible All-Star reserve, but unfortunately he missed the mark. Um, Dejounte Murray's played well, coming back from injury this season, and while this team isn't. The Spurs we've we've come to know over the past two decades, they're still a, still a good team. Pop still leading them to a playoff spot, and I think and I think that'll be interesting to see. Other team, the Golden State Warriors. The, the question for them going into the season was, how will Curry do without Klay Thompson? And they've done they've done fine. They're not they're not like. Not a top playoff team at all. They're looking towards a play-in eighth seed, but it's still, I mean, still cool to see Steph Curry put up 25 points on great efficiency from the three-point line, hitting crazy shots. James Wiseman has played well. He's still a rookie. Draymond Green being being their key defensively. Ubre and Wiggins have improved since the beginning of the season since they had horde starts. But I think that they'll, but they'll probably make it in if they don't have to do the play-in. So if they, how much more will they improve? We'll have to wait and see once the second half starts up. And I think that'll be it for the teams on the Western Conference. So now let's move to the East, starting with the best team in the East, the Philadelphia 76ers. So they were a team I wasn't expecting to be very good going into the season. Um, after being swept by the Celtics, they fired their coach Brett Brown, hired Doc Rivers. They made some moves, but I weren't sure if they'll be what we thought they'd be in a couple years due to the process, the hype of the process. But they've shocked me. Doc Rivers, being one of the better coaches, best coaches in the league, he's helped that team, led that team to a top record in the East. Joel Embiid has put up MVP numbers on some of the best efficiency for a big man up there with guys like John Collins and Vucevic. You got Ben Simmons, who's one of the best point guards in the league, best one of the best two-way players in the league. He's an offensive, he's a defensive beast, and he's looking to be a defensive player of the year candidate too. And offensively, he makes plays for his teammates. He's tall and gets to the paint. Even though his scoring, his shooting's still an issue, it's he does everything else to an almost elite level, so so that that's good, great for that team. You got Tobias Harris, who's back with his old coach when they're in the Clipper with the Clippers. 
who's putting up close to 20, 18, 19 points. Just scoring, being a great scorer at that wing position. And then Seth Curry, best one of the best shooters in the league. They're they're a really good team, and I don't. And I think they, I think they'll challenge the Nets. They can challenge the Nets. They might. I think they could beat them actually, because I'm not much of a fan of the Nets, of the new the Brooklyn Nets, and the reason why is because they can't play defense. They're they have they got James Harden mid season through a trade. Stuff Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, these guys put up thirty point points a night, but they they just don't have enough defense to win to win a championship. I think that's gonna hurt them in the future. But I mean, right now Harden's the best player on that team. He easily nightly put up triple doubles close to that nightly. Irving can still give you thirty. Durant's been out with a shoulder injury, but when he's playing, you know what you'll get for him from him. You still have Joe Harris, one of the best shooters in the league. They lost, didn't we, did an injury? But Jeff Green provides solid, solid minutes. And their bench is, I don't like their bench, but it doesn't help that Dinwiddie tore his ACL, so he's out for the season. And he was one of their better bench players. And then... At the center position, they lack a lot of defense. A lot of defense because DeAndre Jordan isn't the he's a lopsided DJ. So yeah, defensively they're just lacking. So when they play, so there's times where they play teams, they'll let them. The games will be closer than they should be just because there's no one to defend. For example, when they played the Hawks, all three times they played the Hawks, they've they've let them score 130, 120 points at the least in all three of those games. Like the third game with the overtime, I think the score is one. It got in the 140s. And that just goes to show that there's certain I think certain teams that they'll they haven't have matchup issues with certain teams they play like the Sixers who have the best center in the league arguably and Joel Embiid have one of the best defensive players in the league in general and Ben Simmons. So and Embiid will probably give DeAndre Jordan 30 a night. Simmons will lock down one of the two players or Durant, even though that would be harder to do due to his length and athleticism. Um, the next, So the next team I will talk about, the Milwaukee Bucks, who the team I thought would be probably the best team in the East at this point in the season because you still have Giannis, Chris Middleton. You got better by getting Drew Holiday. And then most of that team still there. But that hasn't been the case yet. The Bucks haven't. The Bucks have been had some struggling times when they were struggling, but they'll still be a really good team. But I don't think they'll be good enough to win a championship. Um, I mean, there's the East is just a little deeper, at least at the top, with the team like the the Nets, Sixers. And then after that, the rest of the East is kind of weird. It's after after the Bucks, it's just a lot of mediocrity. Like I think the Knicks are the fourth seed right now. And well, yes, the Knicks the Knicks do look they look better. Tom Thibodeau Tom Thibodeau has helped that team out. You have Julius Randle as an All Star. Barrett's improved this year. Quick Emmanuel quickly has been a has been a draft steal out of Kentucky. 
Um, showed be proved to be a great three-point shooter. Um, you still have Alfred Payton, Mitchell Robinson playing defense. They're a solid team, and since the East is pretty bad, they could end up make making it to the second round, win the playoff series. I mean, other teams, the Celtics have been struggling this this year. They're sub five hundred. The Pacers were looking to be one of the better teams in the East, but in the injury or the Levert situation with the mass in his kidney will end up hurting them, since he's a he is a player. Who's, who can put up 20, I think 20 a night. And now that he's in Indy, when he does get the play, he'll have more touches along with Malcolm Brogdon, have DeMontis a bonus, Miles Turner, be one of the best shot blockers in the league. Um, another team, the Miami Heat are playing better. They got Jimmy Butler back. So they've been starting to win a lot of games. They were on a six-game winning streak until they lost to Atlanta. Um... Still have Bam at a bio. Tyler Hero struggled a lot to start the season, but he's getting back into a groove. Duncan Robinson still one of the best three-point shooters in the league. So Miami has pieces to make the playoffs, but they won't be as good as they were last year. I don't see them making a surprise run to the finals. Um, Charlotte Hornets are also in in there. But yeah, there's a lot of teams in that in the Eastern Conference cluster. So everything's about to change after. The Hornets, Lamelo and Corda Hero lead the way on that team. You still have Terry Rozier playing playing a good, really good this year. Malik Monks had some great stretches of performances. PJ Washington just dropped forty two points the other night. I, I mean, they're just they look they look solid, and the future looks pretty bright for them. Another team would be. Oh, the Toronto Raptors. They started the season off very slow. Siakam struggled. But they've gotten things together. And they're they're looking to be a playoff team again. Which I expected or expected coming into this season. With Pascal, who's looking to be more like an all, a borderline all-star player. Kyle Lowry's doing his thing as a point guard. Fred Van Fleet's had great performances. Norman Powell, OG Ananobi. They have they have some really solid players on that team who can help lead them during the second stretch of this of the season. And and I think they'll they'll end up making the playoffs. Another team that I haven't talked about, the Chicago Bulls also started off very very poorly. And they're looking to be in a play-in conversation. Uh, Zach Levine made All-Star game, averaging almost 30 points. You still have Markinen put up 19 points on good efficiency for a big man. Uh, Patrick Williams had some solid performances as a rookie. And since once again, since this is the East, it's there's just a lot of teams. I just mentioned Miami, also you still have Atlanta. You even have Cleveland and Orlando's not that far behind. So, what'll happen in the East is I can't say because one because there's all you need is a a, a good streak, a good hot streak, 
or even a cold one hot streak or one cold streak for any team will just change the whole dynamic of that of the four to thirteen spots in an instant. So what'll so what will happen as the season progresses? We won't know yet, but stick around to find out in the future. As I report again, this is the True Sports Podcast with Amari Sewer saying see you next time.